Hey guys, Tom Ulrich and Sean Quigley here from the podcast What's Going On Here? You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. And to get in touch with us, uh, just go to our Facebook page and leave a message or email us at what's going on here podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to a, another episode of What's Going On Here. My name is Tomo Lovrick, also known as T-Love. Not really, but hey, we just say it anyway. <laughs> and accompanying me here, as always, is the grandmaster of the squared horse circle, I would call it. Mm. The, the charming, the intellectually attractive, the oh. physically sexy... <laughs> the young and effervescent wow. Mr. Sean Quigley, known as the Quig. My Lord Chancellor, how are you, sir? Uh, I've, I'm, I'm wonderful. You're already setting yourself up for a fall with this. <laughs> I know. You're going to run out of superlatives. <laughs> superlatives are going to yeah. run out. <laughs> I know. I'm like on the spot here like, shit, I should have written something down before we started the yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, I, think, I think you are. But um, yeah, no, is this, is this a... Officially a spooky episode? It's kind of like semi-spooky episode? This is a spooky episode. We, mm. we, we kind of did it with extra, but this is more appropriate because this is our Halloween episode. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, sound effects department. That was wonderful. Um, yeah. yeah, so I would say this is our spooky episode. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. nice. Because what we're doing today, and for those of you that don't know, a, a quick recap. We watch a TV show or movie that few people have heard of. Um, we watch the middle 20 minutes of it and try to figure out what's going on here. Mm. And more often than not, there are foreign TV shows and we turn off the subtitles so we really don't know what's going on there so we can try and guess. Yeah. And sometimes we've even turned off the English sound and had Spanish dub over mm-hmm. just to give us a little more, I guess, inv- get our investigative powers a little more uh, uh, juice, I yeah. suppose. Mm-hmm. And then we review local eateries and local drink whenever possible. And today, uh, I'll list. So the show, the mo- it was a movie called Teeth from two thousand and seven. And um, the trigger word was when you know because we we scrolled through Netflix. Two thousand seven. Two thousand. I'm pretty sure it was two thousand seven. Said. Sure. Uh, so. Hold on. I took a I took a picture of the screenshot. Hold on. I think it's later than that. Uh, let's see. 2007, rated R. Oh, yeah? One hour, 33 minutes. Huh. So we started watching uh, at the 38th minute and watched for 20 minutes. Yes. And it says, Halloween favorites and cult movies. The director was Mitchell Lichtenstein. So that's the movie we picked, Teeth. And the trigger, because, you know, we go through Netflix to try and catch these movies because Netflix is full of things you've never heard of or seen before. And, um... So, the description was, when a virtuous high school student is sexually assaulted, she discovers that she has an unexpected line of defense, a toothed vagina. Mm. And we literally didn't see the rest of it. We were just kind of scrolling, teeth, what's this? And I actually reacted to the picture for the movie, which was like a girl submerged up to her like lips in like a milk bath. Mm. Whether it was milk or white liquid, whatever it is. And I said, oh. And this was under like horror because we're looking for something horror for Halloween, obviously. Yeah. And I said, oh, whenever a woman is like submerged in milk like that, this is always good stuff. And <laughs> you looked over and it's like, tooth vagina. And I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, you, and she was like, look at the thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're definitely what? Yeah. We're definitely watching this because tooth vagina was just like <sighs> inescapable to, yeah. So. Anyway, so we we watched that the middle twenty minutes of that. We tried to see if we could dub it over in Spanish, but sadly it wasn't offered. No. So we actually saw it in English, which wasn't a detriment actually this time around. No, because there was very little dialogue in the twenty minutes. Yeah, very low. So there's that, and the food or the drink we're reviewing. Well, let me get to the food first. The food is New House of Pizza. Uh, that's located on 840 Main Street in Hackensack, New Jersey. And that's, for those of you who don't, don't know, the closest, closest brewery to us is uh, the Elementary Brewing Company. And it's literally just like two, three blocks away from there. 
And if you go to the brewery, you can buy yourself a drink, but you kind of have to bring your own food. So it's a BYOF, mm-hmm. you know, which is kind of an odd thing. But it is fantastic. And these guys deliver. And, um, well, we'll tell you what we think of the pizza later. We had the margarita pizza with sausage. Mm-hmm. And our brew for today is a blacksmith stout, which is brewed by the Chig Meister Brewing Company. And I hope I'm getting that right because it's spelled C-Z-I-G. And that to me is like, because like the Czech Republic, it's C-Z-E-C-H. And that's why I'm going with the Chig Meister. Oh yeah, Czech. Yeah. So I'm going with the Chigmeister, and it's the Blacksmith Stout. It's an oatmeal stout, and it's at 5.5% ABV. I don't know if there's an IBU listed. I will, I will look up on Untapped, our, my friendly app here, to see if there's anything written about the IBUs. You know it's local when the, um, the writing on the side of the can is warped. And they couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> They're like, oh well, <laughs> just keep it that way now. <laughs> ah, 35 IBUs. There we go. That's our IBU uh, level for the Chigmeister Blacksmith Stout. So, my friend, shall we tap into these and uh, taste them? Yes, yes, Let's yes. Let's do yes. that first so we can oil our pipes as a would be mm-hmm. ready oh, have you already opened yours? i opened it mistakenly before we started and that was stupid of me so if you want to bring it closer to the mic so people get a good sound of the effervescent oh there you go there that you sounds go. good that's us well good cheers you. my friend cheers oh wow that's uh that's a nice stout it's a little more carbonated than I would expected it to be. Yeah. You know, because of course the standard is like with stouts, it's like, oh, Guinness. And Guinness is very like creamy and smooth and not very carbonated. And I guess no. nitro because of that or whatever. But this, it doesn't make this a bad one. It's interesting. It's a little bit of a bitterness to it. Not uh what a nice beer overall. Hmm. Yeah, it's not what I was expecting. Hmm. Right. I like the. T- I mean, I like the taste of it. Right. But um, it's a little bit um, coffee-y, I want to say. Yeah. It, no. Definitely. Definitely coffee-y. Yeah. Um. Definitely coffee. Because it was an oatmeal stout, I expected it to be sweeter. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like just my mistake, but I think it's supposed to be sweet. Taste-wise, it's 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 kind of how I wanted it to be. It's just a little. It's said with the Guinness, it's a little thinner, I guess, than mm. I, was, I would have thought. Right. A little more. Apart, you know, if you remove the flavor and the taste, I was think I would think I was drinking like a light beer. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of no. You're right. It's an, it's thin. Thing. Yeah. It's like. I mean, it's. It's not it's not the right comparison. But I was gonna say almost like you watered down the the if you watered down the flavor not not the flavor. If you watered down the substance of a Guinness, mm. the thickness of a Guinness, but gave it more carbonation. That's kind of what it Yeah. Because it's it's a little and it's and don't get me it's not like it's a you know, a soda you know, a can of Pepsi or something like that. It's nothing like that. I feel bad I feel a bit bad for these guys now because I'm like as I'm drinking it, like I'm not, I wasn't expecting it to be like Guinness, and I'm a big Guinness fan. I, I don't. I used to always Guinness was my go-to. I used to only drink Guinness when I was sort of a teenager and first drinking beer. Guinness was my drink, um, and uh, and then I stopped drinking it as I just increasingly had worse Guinness. Mm. Right? It was poured badly, and this this kind of reminds me of bad Guinness. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> like if a Guinness is bad, it tastes a bit like this, <laughs> which I feel bad for them because I'm you know they want, maybe they're not trying to be Guinness. Um, so I've taken it on the merit of itself. So not not that it tastes like a bad Guinness, but I would. This isn't too dissimilar from if I had a Guinness and I'd be like, "Ooh, there's something off weird with going it." In. Yeah, like they've they've not got the taps up right. Yeah, yeah, like it's like a little bit watered down. Hmm. You're right. I mean, in of itself, as a beer by itself, 
I dare say if it wasn't a stout, it would be a perfectly fine beer. Mm. A really good beer. But I mean, I, I'm, I still, I'm still enjoying it. I mean, again, like, the way you rate it is so subjective. And by you, I mean a person. Yeah. Whatever, you, me. You know, and, and we do our scale zero to five, and it's a sliding scale, and it's like, and we've had this talk before. So, oh, a beer is five. That means we shouldn't stop. We should stop drinking any of the beer from now on because we have a five here. Yeah. But then you taste something else, and it's like, oh, well, maybe not everything is a five or whatever. So, I mean, I'm. Again, the, 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 my fallback is always like, if I'm at a party and this is the only beer there, would I be upset about this? No. no. I wouldn't. It'd be weird if it was the only beer here. It, it would Some be weird. Expect, but if this was the only beer at a party, I'd be like, why is this the only beer you're buying? <laughs> yeah, because you never find just stout at a party, right? No, that's like someone who drinks wine and someone a year ago brought a case of beer that they never opened. And it was just <laughs> yes. in the fridge. Yes. You're, you're <laughs> right. The situation would be very bizarre. <laughs> But if this was the only beer at the party, I wouldn't be terribly upset about this. No, I could drink. I could drink. I could drink a few of these. They're, you know, they are. Um, we, you know, which is, which is fine. It's. I mean, I, maybe it's that it's in a can. I don't know. I have a feeling this would taste different if I went to Chigmeister and had it straight from the tap. Probably just because, like I said, that carbonation taste, that that thing. I feel like something about being in the can. I, I'm I'm not a fan of having Guinness out of cans. Um, I've I've grown more to it now, but I used to hate it. I used to only like having Guinness from a tap, um, and then when it was out of a can, it was weird. But then they they kind of improved it, and you know you have the Guinness like uh, draft in the cans where they have a little widget and they do their best to make it better. And yeah, they did it with the uh, for a while the nitrogen. Uh, uh, uh cartridge in the bottles too and, uh, and it was like oh in the bottles and i remember trying it and you know and the nitrogen it's again it's not a it's not carbonated technically at all but it's mm. just like it's that soft creaminess it adds to the texture but it was it was almost like you were brushing your teeth because it would get so foamy like out of the you know when you mm. crack open the bottle it was just like mm, i'm drinking foam yay you know so but those nachos a lot of fun i used to a bar i used to work at a few years ago they used to have we used to have Guinness Nitro in cans, and we had a little uh, fancy gadget that would sit on the side, and you'd pour just the can, just like no fancy way, you just pour it in like it's coke, just into a glass, and you put the glass on this little pad, and you press a button, and it buzzed it. It sent like a little like electro right, magnetic right, 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 right. pulse or something through the glass, and it went whoop, and it like you know well, it would foam up like a regular Guinness foamed up and it oh, I just, that was so much fun I used to <laughs> <make that>. nice <laughs> it was like and you, you could just like drop a bit of water on the pad and press the button and it would look like Jurassic Park when that little the you know the little ripple effect you just go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the T-Rex walking through <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah so yeah, I'm happy with it but we'll see. We'll, we'll see what our ratings are at the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So our TV, sh- our movie, I should say, it wasn't a TV show. It was a movie called Teeth. And like I said, it was uh, the listing underneath said Halloween favorites and cult movies. Mm. And our viewing starts basically at minute thirty-eight because that's like ten minutes before the center, ten minutes after. Or the middle, I should say. And it starts with our protagonist, heroine, whatever. Uh, she's in a cave, a drippy cave. And like There's like a, like a lake at the bottom of the cave. And she's all teary-eyed and freaked out and looking down into it. And then they show her like on top of the hillside that's above the ca- where the cave is and, and the little lake, whatever it is, pond. And she she's looking, she's totally looking PTSD, mm-hmm. like totally trauma traumatized. It's like oh, okay, all right. So something happened, something bad happened. Um, she she gets her first in the cave. She looks like she had a swimsuit on. Then she's in her street clothes, and and you know, uh, she she has that PTSD look, the haunted look, and then she goes home. 
and she kind of sneaks in the house kind of quietly at night, and I guess like a parent said like something or another, and she goes to bed, and you know, again, it's the traumatic look. Well, she has a shower. She has one of those. She has a shower first before bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the shower, she has that, you know, like traumatic look and trying to clean herself and she's freaking out it's like that rocky four rocky five moment which which rocky is it when he's just like in the shower like i you know what i didn't see any of them after four i maybe sort of saw three i saw four i think it might be four it's four or five He's having this moment where he's in the shower and he's basically like, he starts shaking and he's like, oh, oh maybe Pete, yeah, that, that's probably just all the punches to the head. Yeah, no, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so she's, she's done with her shower and then she's sitting like all wrapped up in towels. Her hair is in a towel. She's in a towel and her hands are kind of going towards her private parts mm-hmm. and she keeps kind of like pulling out the towel. Now, this is something very traumatic and she doesn't want to do it. And you're like, oh, okay. So the idea is, again, we don't know what happened just before that. It was like, okay, she was sexually assaulted. Something happened. Uh-huh. And she's trying to go down and, and with her hands, but she just doesn't have the courage to do it. And then they show her in bed. Again, the haunted look of staring at the ceiling and the whole nine yards. Then the next scene is she's in the back of a car with a couple of kids. And they're, they say, they're talking back and forth. And then one says, you know, just... Talk, Timothy's going to be there, just talk naturally, you'll be fine. And we're like, what's going on? So it looks like, and then they show them all in a gym, and she walks up to a microphone. And there's a bunch of kids lined up, and they have shirts, which I thought were just O's. And a big sign in the back that says The Promise, and you pointed it out correctly, that it's, um, what you would call it, uh, like a... Um. What do they call it? A, a chastity vow or whatever it is mm-hmm. that the kids take. Like, I'm not going to have sex until I'm married kind of stuff. Blah, blah. Yeah. And she goes up there and she starts talking and she'll, she'll say a certain phrase. And then the whole, like, I don't want to say congregation, but they're high school kids. But it was congregation. And I think maybe intentionally they made it look like creepy because it was very culty. The way everybody was just like spewing facts back at her. It was like, and we came from, you know, women came from Adam's rib and blah, blah, blah. And it was just really just the whole vibe was like creepy. Like get on a Greyhound and just go to a big city. Just get out of there because (laughs) this is just, it was almost like children of the corn a little bit because they're all like, you know, this like religious fervor was in the air. And um, so she's getting confused and the teacher kind of sees that she's having a hard time. And he touches her shoulder, but she's like freaked out by the touch now and she's moving away. She's basically exhibiting all the signs of someone that's been assaulted. Hmm. <clears throat> and then, of course, we suspect what the real freak out is. We just, you know, not that trying to downplay the sexual assault part, but we know because the title is called T. And so from there, somewhere in between, they showed the guy sleeping on the bed was like his. Sucking on a thumbnail. The creepy guy with the tattoos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, this was... Yeah, somewhere in between. Somewhere in between her getting the ride to school and being in school. And apparently what we find out a little bit later, it's her brother. And he's got these tattoos on him. And he's very dark and brooding, but pale skin. And he had a gun on his bed. And it always annoys me. It's like... Really, it, this was the best actor you could find. You could not find like an actor that actually looked like he might be a tough guy. Yeah. Because this guy was just like so just, I don't know, soft looking. Oh, I hate this guy. I'm trying <laughs> I, to find out what he's been in. He He's so creepy looking. <laughs> Ugh, John Hensley. Oh, look at him. There he is. Oh, he's just like so creepy. He is creepy. He looks like he'd steal your mother's underwear. Oh, <laughs> he does. He's just got such a... Weird. So anyway, he's forty. What? He's forty. You're kidding? Yeah, he's forty. So okay, so he was thirty when they filmed. Well, he didn't look thirty even in that movie. No. Oh, he he's from Nip Tuck. That's what I remember him on. He was on Nip Tuck. Okay. Um, my old boss used to love that show. Oh, he looks a lot better without his beard. He was he looked like that in Nip Tuck without his beard. Oh, okay. So he's actually fairly handsome without the beard. 
Yeah, the beard just... It just, yeah, he... Makes him look really creepy. creepy. Yeah, he's total, like, flasher, yeah. Yeah. So he's on the bed and just kind of, like, brooding. And then they go back to the school, and the kids are dancing to some weird techno thing. Like, and the lights are kind of going on. It's like, the promise has been made, and now let's all, like, pop ecstasy and dance to techno. Which I just... It was just so incongruous. Mm. You'd think it'd be... I don't know. Something very either sugar pop kind of thing or country music, not <laughs> techno. Well, something you know, something you know, like like you know, take me home, take me home, country road. You know, John Denver or something, but not this. You know, it was, it was freaking techno. I was half expecting European vampires to come out of nowhere. It was just, <laughs> I was like, oh, vampires! This is vampire music, and <laughs> and then some guy comes in. And he says, oh, he obviously is not part of the promise. He's one of the, you know, progressive kids. So he says, he shows up. He says, hey, I figured I'd show up if it's important to you. It can't be that bad. And she's like, what are you doing here? He says what I said first. But then she says, did you drive here? And he says, yes. So she grabs him and says, let's go. And she wants him to take her home. So he takes her home. And he sees something's bothering her. But he, and then he like kind of very... It, I don't want to say, was it a clumsy way to ask? I thought actually it was a perfectly okay way for him to ask her on a date. Because he asked her, he was like, you know, it was very like the sheepish, shy kind of thing. And he said, would you mind going on a date with me sometime? Mm. And I didn't think there was anything odd about it or anything. Obviously, he has a crush on her. That's why he came to the stupid thing. And mm. he drove her home, all of that. And she's still in full PTSD. And she's kind of weirded out. And then, of course, the weird, and I guess this is one of those, because there's always kids, teenage kids with affectations. He pulls out a business card and gives her a business card. Mm. And it's just like his name and number on the thing. And she takes it and looks at it and kind of chuckles and says, that's so funny. And, of course, he's hurt right away. And it's just like, oh, you know, and having been that young man that would ask. With business cards. Well, no, no, I didn't. I was nowhere near that smooth to have a business card. I wish I'd have thought of a business card. Tea love. That's right. I did have it when I used to DJ and it did say tea love. <laughs> Actually, no, I didn't. It said, it said DJ Tommy. That's what it said uh, on it. Yeah. So, um, uh, <laughs> wedding spa mitzvahs. <laughs> yeah. I never did a bar mitzvah. I did birthday parties. <laughs> but, um, so anyway, so she starts laughing. Of course, he's hurt. And she's like, no, 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 not you. And he's like, yeah, all right, whatever. You know, and he drives off and he's pissed. And it's just like, the first thing that I thought I was like, okay, how to trigger an emotionally unstable young man is to laugh at him. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what I, but then she doesn't go in the house. She gets her bicycle and she goes off somewhere. And he gets mad, and he makes a U-turn. He comes back, and he starts ringing on the doorbell, and then knocking on the door. And who opens up the door but our creepy, pale-skinned guy with the tattoos that were obviously painted on when he came to set? You mm-hmm. know, because they didn't look like real tattoos. No, they were like shiny. Yeah. <laughs> and at first, I thought, you're like, oh, he's a big guy, because he's like a good, like, five to seven inches taller than the other guy. And he says, I'm here for Dawn. And he says, yeah, well, I think you're a little too late, pussy boy. And he steps down, and he's barely as tall as the guy, if not, like, shorter. Yeah. And he says, get the fuck off my property. And then he punches him, and the kid, like, wobbles and falls down. And the whole thing was just so unbelievable. It was just like, I just don't see that guy having that kind of power, even if he's, like, really fast. Yeah. Because he just looked so, I don't know, just doughy? Is yeah, that yeah, the yeah. word? He- no. Besides creepy, but doughy was yeah he he didn't he, he, he didn't come off as a he, he came off as your prototypical B movie tough guy that's anything but mm-hmm. like when they used to show like you know I don't oh perfect example Johnny Depp as the star quarterback in high school in Nightmare on Elm Street oh yeah yeah, yeah. and you look at him and it's just like he weighs maybe a buck fifty mm-hmm. he's five eight if he's got like boosters. He's nobody's quarterback. <laughs> if he's a quarterback in a high school, this is obviously a science and technology high school, and he's the you know most athletic of the nerds. I just don't see him being a quarterback. So it was kind of like that. It was like this guy's not a tough guy. I just don't. I, I don't see it. Like maybe it would work in England having someone like that, but in America we go these like 
Scandinavian, like uh, no, 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 no. You just look at these big kids. No, I mean, pfft, are you joking? I mean, there was a kid when I was in high school, and he wasn't even on any sports team. And there was a friend of mine, Mark Santiago. He was six five, and he was benching three hundred pounds in fucking high school. <laughs> it was huge. He, he was like a freaking yeah. like a tree walking towards you. You know, he was a gigantic, and he wasn't the only. It's not like he was the only kid that was that big in high school. So like, I just don't buy it. I, I just don't buy it. You know. So anyway, so then they show our girl, she's bicycling down some road towards a city thing, and she ends up, <laughs> she, well, first, before I get to that part, you said something very interesting, and I wanted you to bring it up, when they, we saw, like, uh, our, the heroine has a toothed vagina, yeah. and your question, which I think was a very legitimate question, was, is, do you go to an OBGYN or an orthodontist? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the eternal question of this. Right. Is it like, oh, you need a filling? Yes. Not that kind of filling. Oh, 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 oh wait a minute, wait a minute. Before she goes to the office, uh-huh. didn't she go back to the scene of the crime? Yes, she oh, did. Yeah, she did, she did. And she also did that thing in the bathroom with the sink beforehand. Yes, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. So we missed a couple of key points, right. So... That's where she first went with the bicycle when, mm-hmm. when the guy, Loverboy, dropped her off. She went with the bicycle back to the scene where the assault happened. And she goes into the pond swimming and she looks up and she starts screaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a severed wang oh, yeah. on the shore side of this pond. Just, and she starts screaming. And there's like little like crustaceans like crawling over to add and give it the oh, added yeah. effect. It was a little piggy without its blanket. <laughs> it was a little piggy without its blanket. It's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so from there, where did, from there they show her, for whatever reason, and this was just so bizarre, and I guess this is the part we missed. She must be from like a super religious family or something. She had a page from, a, it looked like an anatomy book, mm. torn out, and, and she had it, had it she was in the bathroom the sink was filled with water and she had the page in the water which i was just like is that like a magnifying effect she's trying to get i don't understand why there's a page torn out of the the, the book and stuck in a sink in water yeah i've no idea what that was i i yeah so and she has like a like a gold star sticker that yeah. she's covering it and you realize she's looking at at the anatomical uh, a chart of a vagina. Like, yeah. you know, very textbook. Nothing, you know, nothing dirty about it. So she has this thing in water and she has this gold star and she's very just like freaking out over over this... Um, like, she doesn't want to like see the picture. So she slowly peels it back and it shows, you know, all the all the anatomical parts of a vagina, you know. The, the labia, the, all, all the stuff there. I'm not going to get into the details. Now, if you don't know by now, you should go look this up. So anyway, um, and then she looks at it and it looks perfectly normal. And she's like, oh, and you see, and that was right. And then like this harp music starts playing like, like, like angels are flying, floating through a field or something. She's very relieved now. And then she goes on the bike and drives off, rides off somewhere. Down to the city somewhere. And she goes... She ends up in an... Yeah, she ends up in an office. Mm. And it's like, you see... It's like, oh, okay. And obviously, it's not the orthodontist. So, Sean's question was answered. Yes. At least for now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she's obviously at the OBGYN. And the OBGYN comes in and he says, Oh, miss, what can I... You know... Uh, um, what can I do? Oh, I can't read your name. And she obviously, I'm, my guess is she faked the name because we don't know what her last name was in these, in this mm-hmm. time period we saw the thing. And he's slimy. Like just the way he starts talking. Oh yeah, he's all slime. There's no, that's what I'm saying. There are no jokes. My, I've very rarely, my, my wife, my wife was pregnant and we went, we went, when we went to the doctor, seen a lot of women at the clinic. Uh, doctors and, and midwives and things, but the, the one guy who runs the place, who's actually funny enough, is called Doctor Dicker. <laughs> is he really? He's, actually, he's called Doctor Dicker, which is which is really funny. Um, he's called Doctor Dicker, 
And I've forgotten, oh, there was a story I was told. He used to be partners with somebody else that was called, um, I've forgotten what they were called. Um, oh, that was it. Dr. Weiner. Dr. Weiner. Dr. Dicker and Dr. Weiner used to be partners. What? And in the same thing. You, stop. You're and, making and, this up. No, this is true. <laughs> and down the road is a Dr. Wang. Nice, dude. You got I the know. trifecta. And I said, they need, they should, all three of them should have got together. Uh, <laughs> wow. But, um, but Dr. Dicker, he's full of the jokes. You okay. Know? And he's all about making the company. Lots of fully, you know, lots of nice jokes. Lots of, I can't remember the specifics, but, you know, very much of the realm of like, okay, let's take a look. Whoa, you haven't even asked me for coffee yet. You know, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, hey. Ba -dum -bum. Ba -dum. Yeah, lots of, lots of those kind of like, uh, like, whoa, I've never seen one of these before. <laughs> oh. Nice. <laughs> yeah, lots of... Uh... <laughs> right. So this guy is super crazy. <laughs> so he sees, she's obviously a, a, a young woman, a teenager, and he says, well, what, is there a problem? She says, well, no. Are you sexually active? She says, no. Um, he puts his gloves on. He says, okay. Put and right away, actually, even before then, he has her lay back down on the, on the exam table. He says, and he says, I, it was something, it was so condescending. And it was like literally like 15 seconds into this guy being in the scene. Mm. I, as a man who's never been examined in that way, just wanted to freaking bury my fist down his throat. Oh, yeah. I, he was just so... Kudos to the actor. Because he was just instantly hate. And I'm like, you know what? That's great. You know, because for you to do that and come out and just be so slimy, that's just fantastic, you know? Yeah. And um, he tells her like, oh, put your foot on Saki number here. Like the stirrups had like little socks on them, I guess, so it's not too cold for the feet. He said, put your other one, who scooch forward, you know, the whole uncomfortable thing. I mean, I was getting uncomfortable, just like, it, it, and again, kudos to the director, because the whole thing was just uncomfortable. Yeah. It was uncomfortable to watch, it was uncom uncomfortable expecting what's happening, you felt awful for the girl, and all that kept, the refrain that kept on going through my mind is like, no, get off the table, go home, get your mom, and go get yourself examined with your mom in the room. Don't do this, because this guy's a creep. The, I, I, I just... I'd Ugh. like to see the sequel of this, where it's like Braces? A, a gay dude, and it's and it's the bumhole instead. <laughs> he's got the same scene with the same doctor who's got a glove on one hand, and then he's he's getting a prostate exam. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> what? And he becomes a vengeful hero in the prison system. I mean, I don't know where he's going with this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, perfect. Great. Oh, yeah. That's a good. That's a good. Take, a good yeah. take on that. Okay. <laughs> We can make it political. We can set it in the 80s, you know, during the AIDS epidemic, make it like a political uh, leaning thing there. I don't... Raise I think a that, bum. I think that would be just the opposite and kind of make it... Yeah, no, I don't know if that one would work. <laughs> I think an avenging prisoner would be better. <laughs> teeth. Teeth. Yeah, teeth too would definitely be with a bunghole, I guess. Would just... <laughs> anyway, so he has a scooch down... He puts on his exam gloves, and he takes out the 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 the, the instrument uh, speculum. Oh yeah. And he um, says, "Okay, there's going to be a little bit cold." And she's, <gasps> "Yeah." And you and like I said, credit to the actors, credit to the director. All I felt was like, "Oh my god, I want to be in that room and hold the girl's hands." You know, she's freaking out. This is awful. I feel terrible. Mm -hmm. And then the guy says, "Let me guess. You want to?" Are you sexually active? The doctor says. She says, no. She says, so what are you here for? She says, I just want to get myself checked out, make sure everything's fine. There's nothing weird going on down there. And, you know, on initial examination, he says, well, no, I, my guess is you're perfectly healthy. Oh, she'd already looked up on the internet at this point. She'd done a Google search. That's, it was called my web search. That's right. That's right. That's right. She was, that's right. Before she even got there, that's right. Yeah. When, when she looked through the book, she looked up and the article came up, I guess, I forget what her search item was, but what came up was vagina dentata. Yes. And it basically, and she's reading the thing, like in a voiceover, and it said that throughout multiple cultures, it's had this where women, certain women would have a vagina with teeth in them, and the hero would have to conquer her and make her lose her power, and then they show like a, 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 a little statuettes. Of a woman with a vagina dentata. 
And of course, it's done very like uh, indigenous kind of art, very old, whatever. It's like the tiki tiki room. Right. It was like a tiki. It was like an indigenous tiki with the vagina dentata, except in, in, in just proportions. It looked like she had a bear trap between her legs because oh, yeah. the teeth came like up to her sternum and it was just. I, the unintentional comedy level on these 20 minutes was actually skyrocket high. It was just really great. So that's right. So she looked that up, ended up at the OBGYN's office. So he tells her, he says, well, you're perfectly, I'm guessing you're perfectly healthy. Everything looks good. He has the gloves on. And then, basically, have you ever had sex before? No. And, like, for a second you thought, like, okay, he's just a condescending prick, but he's a professional. Mm-hmm. And then when she says she hasn't had sex before, the slime, it was like something out of Ghostbusters. The slime level just went, like, up through the roof, and he takes the one glove off, and it's like, oh, is he done with the exam? And then you see him lubing up his hand with no glove on, which, <laughs> yeah, it was, just, it was just triggering. It was like, we left the pizza alone for a little bit. It's like, this is, I'm not eating sausage right now. This is awful. And then he, of course, he's like, this is going to feel a little tight. And he basically starts pretty much violating her. And she's like, it hurts. And he's like, yeah, uh, breathe through the pain, whatever fucking thing he says to her. And she's wigging out. She's like, I can't. He's like, come on. And then he, he stands up. for his keys. Like, I don't, like, <laughs> it wasn't sexy. I don't understand. It wasn't like a general thing. It wasn't like he just leaped up a finger. He leaped up like his whole hand. Yeah, the he, well, yeah, yeah. He was, like, he was well, no, well, but that was the thing. It was so, it was violent. There was like nothing. It was, it was def- this was definitely sexual assault. There's like no two ways about it. Because he even stood up to try and like ram his hand up even further. <laughs> and she's freaking, ah! And all of a sudden you hear, crunch! <laughs> and he starts freaking out. And yeah. he's trying to pull his hand out. And he's literally just like swinging her back and forth on, on the exam table. And they're, they're freaking out. And then she he flips her over and he's screaming some more. And finally there's a final crunch. She's screaming her head off too. He's screaming his head off. There's a final crunch and he falls down and she like is falls off the exam table and stands up and looks down and there are four severed fingers on the floor and he's just holding his like fingerless hand. He just has a hand with a thumb now and he is... <laughs> this is the best. He starts screaming, It's true! Vagina dentata! It's true! Vagina dentata! <laughs> <laughs> it was like almost like Hakuna Matata, but not vagina dentata. Yeah, <laughs> vagina dentata. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, so what you're saying is every OBGYN just is thinking this already in his head before he examines it. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> I guess because that's why he became a gynecologist in the first place is to seek out the elusive vagina dentata. <laughs> I think so. it's true. It's vagina true. It's, yeah, because he was like it was an epiphany. He was like, oh, I told those fuckers in school it is true. Yeah. And now he's stuck with a permanent high five. <laughs> thumbs up. Everywhere it goes. Well, you know what? Now he, he can thumbs be... up. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> high five. Permanent thumbs up. Just, yep. Now everywhere. And you know what? He will be in teeth too because he'll be doing the prostate exam with a thumb, <laughs> and a vengeance will be final. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he'll be Doctor Stumpy after that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. She freaks out and she gets on her bicycle and she runs away. She's just like, and she's driving somewhere through the dark and all of a sudden there's like a police motorcycle and a police car and they're uh, honking and like one of the cop in the car is like, pull over now. It's like, she's on a bicycle. It's like, okay. And I guess, but you know, if you live in North of New Jersey, there's lots of bicyclists around here and anybody who's driven around here knows they don't follow fucking traffic laws and just <laughs> drive in the middle of the bloody lane kind yeah. of thing. So that's probably what happened here. And then she pulled over and she's in a panic because, you know, her hoo-ha ate some fingers for dinner. And, you know, maybe she thought it was them, but it wasn't for her. They just wanted her out of the road so they could speed off to wherever they were speeding off to. Mm. And then what we find out is, because she goes, and she goes back to the scene of the crime, the original crime originally where we found the pecker uh, being crawled on by crustaceans. Uh, she goes there and cops are there and then they show like lights under the water and two divers come up with the corpse. Mm. And I guess this is the guy that assaulted her. Now, here's the thing. I guess with the PTSD, it was, 
You couldn't tell. And I wasn't sure it wasn't like... My guess is it was assault through and through, like that initial thing. But I didn't know if they were just like a couple trying to have sex or not. And Because to me, I think I'd be equally scarred, if not more so, if this was a consensual thing. And my hoo-ha bit off the dude's wang, you know, kind of thing. So I, that's, I don't know what happened there. I'm, I haven't seen it. I'm assuming that it was a faux romantic, like, let's just be friends. Let's hang out. Ah, yes. And I see what you're he, saying. Yeah, yeah. He tried he, to force himself. He forced himself. That's yeah, what yeah, yeah, happened. yeah, yeah. Most likely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that was the end of our 20 minutes. And I, I even said it when it was done. That was probably one of the fastest 20 minutes we ever got through. Yeah. On some of the TV shows. It was actually... I mean, some of it was just bad acting. Mm. Some of it. But, like you pointed out, there wasn't a whole lot of dialogue in those 20 minutes. Oh, no. There was a dozen, maybe two dozen lines in 20 minutes. Yeah, it was very, very sparse. Yeah, and it was just... It was well set up. I mean, we were totally into it. Especially, like, when she bit the fingers off. It was... We were just like, wow! <laughs> it was like watching a football game. We were like, "Yeah!" So the vengeance of the hoo ha. It was just. Yeah. It's pretty. It was. It's actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. It was good. I'd, I'd probably watch it. Um, I probably watch the whole thing. I think it looks pretty. Well, like I said, the unintentional comedy is just like through the roof. Mm. Because and I mean maybe that's just because I'm a pig or whatever. But I just thought <laughs> the whole thing was a lot of it was just very funny. Oh, I mean, anytime you see yeah, oh, like a a severed wang and a. <laughs> right in a cave yeah, with procession I mean, crawling on <laughs> that's that's pretty yeah that's but that's, I mean now I don't think it was a very high budget film it didn't look it no I think it was an indie flick I think probably but I mean the 20 minutes that we saw I thought was very well executed yeah I thought it was pretty good I think you know when you consider a lot of the thing it shared a lot of the same properties as uh uh Exeter, right? When you think about it, right? It did way better than that. Like, you know, oh young, my young cast, like, you know, yeah, not yeah. much money, trying to do a schlocky yeah, kind of premise. A horror movie, right? Like, well, it was a completely different league to that. Yes, yes. I mean, it, they, they managed to get the, oh, here's the innocent, sweet, uh, 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 religiously conservative girl. They managed to. At least to me, but I'm not a particular religious person, to get across the creep factor for that and make it look kind of like, mm. you know, a very like culty, like, you will never put anything in your vagina. You have teeth there. You know, it was just kind of like, uh, okay, yeah. So I thought that was well done. And the scenes, even though we knew what was coming, was just well executed because even when like the crunch happened, we were like, uh, they, I mean, they built, the director built it up well. It was, it was interesting that it was very of the time that it makes sense now that it was 2007 or whatever because the director was a man which nowadays if they made a film like this even as it was like as a as like a horror comedy or whatever like they wouldn't have a man director I don't think I think it would be today a, no it would have no. a female director For, because it was a people fair. get kind of upset about it they'd be like oh you have a man directing a film like that because I mean it had a lot of deeper issues going on yes 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 um and that's the one thing I'd say about it. And he did a very good job. However, I think if they had a female director, then I think it would have been even better because she'd have just had a lot more of a... To tap into the feelings. Yeah, absolutely. Feel yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I agree with that. I agree with that mm. completely, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was definitely... I mean, so many of the things we've watched over the last, whatever, six months that we've been doing the show, so many of them have so many things to nitpick. And this particular one really didn't have anything to nitpick. No. Like the 20 minutes, at least, that we saw. Yeah. You know, uh, some of the ones, like the one we watched last week, it was just talking, talking, talking. And, you know, it was like, it was supposed to be comedy, but it was just completely just misdelivering. I dare say if we spoke Turkish and understood, we'd probably get a lot of the various innuendos and whatever else, and we were missing that. Mm-hmm. But there was a shit ton of conversation in those 20... Those 20 minutes were probably the most wordy we've seen. Yeah. And we really got nothing out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, we were watching in Turkish and neither of us speaks Turkish, so we couldn't tell. But still, even other things that we've watched, like Club de Cuervos, 
we were really speaking Spanish, and there, it was fairly wordy, but the comedy came across a lot better. Yeah. You know, so, but in terms of everything, and even, I'll even throw in, um, uh, what's it, uh, Alien Covenant mm-hmm. in, into that pop. I enjoyed the movie. I thought the movie was fun. People, a lot of, I've read a lot of people talk about how it was just a terrible schlocky movie, whatever. I thought in terms of an alien film, it was good. I enjoyed myself. It was fun. Mm-hmm. But I, my God, I had 8 million things to pick over that. Oh, yeah. Just lots of, like, what on earth is going on. Right. It was just, like, just the believability of it. The, 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 okay, let's put ourselves in these people. Would you really, you know, all of the things we had to pick for this one? I think this is the very first one that genuinely I had absolutely nothing to pick in terms of script, story, any of it. Camera work. Apart from the casting of the, the tough guy. I, I, uh, good oh. point. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Although, that. to be fair, it kind of makes sense. Again, now with the timeline of it, it would have come out at about the time when Nip Tuck would still have been on TV. Uh, so he was and so he was probably big, the name. He was probably their name guy that they had, like the recognizable face mm. um, of it. Right, right, right. That's, so that's probably the reason he was cast in that role, I imagine. Right, 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 right. Um, but it was, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was pretty good. And then, like the one trope it missed, maybe we'll get, maybe we'll find it. Hopefully they will. Is they'll they'll come to the point where in the movie where she goes and finds some expert. On like the ancient mythology of uh, how, how to like repress it or like, use it or like control a, it. Yeah, like a an old you know like that would usually be like a Morgan Freeman character. <laughs> right, 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 It'd right. Be like, uh, oh my god, <laughs> vagina <laughs> dentatus. <laughs> I never You're... thought I'd live to see the day when. I would see this in person. <laughs> Your Morgan Freeman sounds like Howard Cosell, I have to say. <laughs> and now entering the ring is the Vagina Dentata. <laughs> with, with a little mix of, 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 of Zap Brannigan from yeah. Futurama. <laughs> Gif, uh, behold, the Vagina Dentata. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. No, you're right. It's like the Yoda's missing. Mm. <laughs> Your teeth vagina has. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I just had a image of Yoda and his stick and testing the thing. <laughs> Sorry. It's oh, no. awful. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> terrible. A terrible human being. Yeah. That's all there is to it. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, except for that one. Except for the... <laughs> Come here often, do you? (laughs) 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 Try the soup. (laughs) (laughs) Tingly, you feel. (laughs) Bite or bite not. There is no try. (laughs) (laughs) He teaches her how to control the hula. (laughs) But, um, yeah. um, Yeah, so besides the casting of the guy from Nip Tuck, I mean, which I thought was just like, there was absolutely nothing tough about him. No, it's just a weird kind of casting. It was just weird. And yeah, it, and there was no acting required. I mean, you just you just cast some big like idiot and just have him do that role. I, well, I, yeah, that's 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 the one of those things that I understand. Okay, you're looking for a tough guy. At least make him muscular. He doesn't have to be tall. But, you know, because there's lots of guys that that look tough and that aren't particularly big or tough. You know, it's like or at least have him act a little more crazy or I don't know. He just mm. didn't. Whatever they're trying to sell with that one, they didn't. I wasn't buying it. No, no, yeah, that was a, he was he was the only element there. I, I, I just don't like his face. I want to hit his face. Up, bro. <laughs> That's one of those on the list. People you hate on sight. <laughs> oh, maybe you can cast him, and you can be the butt avenger in oh. Teeth too. <laughs> maybe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, I mean, I think, like, on a dare, not even on a dare, if I really had, like, nothing else to watch, I'd go back and watch the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty as fun. A Hall- as a schlocky Halloween film, for sure. Yeah, it's well done, for what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Yeah, and you're right. I, I think your point is, is very good where, okay, these were probably similar budgets, and it's an indie film between, like, this and Exeter, and I will... Go this far and say Exeter probably had a much bigger budget than this. Probably, yeah. And effects and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, I have the feeling you never see, you know, the uh, Dentatus. No, probably not. No. Why would they? I mean, that's yeah. honestly, I, uh, there's no reason to see it. Mm. If anyone, if they're putting it on there, then it's just being vulgar. Then yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, you guys didn't think this through. This is really unnecessary. Yeah, you know, just the sound effects and being in the general vicinity is all you need to see kind of stuff this reminds me of this film just in kind of general genre of kind of like funny abstractness there's that film I've not seen it um, I want to see it and I think it would probably be really great for this podcast uh-huh. uh, I'm trying to see what it's called is it called Burn um, or Burnout it's about uh-huh. the premise I don't know if you've heard of this it was a few years ago um, it is about a vengeful tire Tire? Yeah, it is about a tire. Like a car a tire? Car, a car tire that goes on a... It's called rubber. It's called rubber. And it... Yeah, a sentient tire rolls through the desert using the power of its mind to make small animals and human heads explode. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember this. I remember this. It's literally... It's called rubber. The star of it is a tire. <laughs> And it just goes around rolling, like along the roads. Like that's the poster there. <laughs> <laughs> just making the heads of, of people explode. <laughs> A sentient tire for destruction. <laughs> I feel like we need to oh track it down. Oh my god! That... And maybe do a feature length where we watch the whole thing. Oh my goodness! Well, we have to, we have to see the uh, the room probably yes. first, so we can yeah. do an episode on the room. But that is, if that's not a drug induced pitch for a movie, <laughs> I don't know what is, because that's a total trip. That's like we just ate six peyotes. Let's come up with a script. Uh, yeah. Wow. I love the poster. Just a tire. <laughs> There's not even a rim in it. There's just a tire. Yeah. Um, it's just a tire. It's a sentient tire. I want to see how the director really gets to grips the idea of a sentient <laughs> tire. I need to see more vulcanization. I need more. <laughs> more rubber. Give me rubber. Oh my goodness. That. Okay. <laughs> well, on that note, why don't we then now discuss our pizza? And how it was. We had the sausage margarita pizza by New House of Pizza on 840 Main Street in Hackensack, New Jersey. So what did you what did you think? Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was very nice. Um, it was good pizza. It reminded me of the uh, Brooklyn pizzeria mm-hmm. that we've had before, nearby, um, pretty yeah. much. Um, yeah. Very fresh. Very fresh. Good sauce. You can tell the sauce is homemade. Yep. Fresh. Very... Mm-hmm. You know, very, very tomato, yeah, yeah. basil, very fresh ingredients. Um, yeah. And I don't feel, I very often you have a pizza and afterwards you feel kind of like bloated or pudgy and like you really feel the like, ooh, stodginess. And yeah. I didn't get that. It was no, no, no. greasy. I didn't feel too heavy. It was. Yes, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and no, I thought it was a good pizza. Okay. And what are you giving it? Uh, I would give it a 4.1. Okay. Five, I'd say. 4.1 or 4.5? Or 4.15, did you... 4.1 out of 5. Oh, out so, of 5. Yeah, Is that what you said? Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I was going to say, don't go double digits. 4.15. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Just no. 4.2. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. my bad. My bad. Yeah. I didn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually thought this was a very, very nice pizza. Um, like you said, very fresh. The sauce is very tomatoey, not particularly greasy. The cheese was nice. It looked it, it, it was like fresh mozzarella. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the cheese, the sausages were nice. Actually, I actually asked for if they had spicy sausages, but they didn't, unfortunately. But um, they're they're nice, super 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 friendly people that were there when I picked up the pizza today. Like super nice. Like I'd go back there in a heartbeat. Um, the crust was nice and crispy, like you said. Uh, it was very fresh. It was very much like I mean. I, I'd put this up against Brooklyn's Pizzeria. I would. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just equally nice. Um, I'd, I'd give these guys a four point three on, on, on a pizza scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I really, I really thought they were just very, very nice. And they have a nice uh, menu with starters and salads and dinner. And this is, I mean, we picked pizza. And I neglected to mention that earlier. We're still kind of because of the football season. We're trying to get like the types of foods you would have while watching a football game. And pizza, obviously, is one of them. 
Definitely don't get Papa John's. Don't get Domino's. <laughs> Go to freaking New House of Pizza in, in Hackensack because it's really nice. Mm. And if you're, like I said, if you're with friends hanging out at the elementary brewery and they don't have a food truck, call these guys because they'll deliver even like when they're closing. It's very nice. And you know, there is no reason to make pizza this nice. That's the other thing. <laughs> it's true. There's no reason to. It's why, true. Why go to the effort of making homemade fresh sauce? It's true. These days in New Jersey. It's like, true. Oh my God, there's a pizza place everywhere. Uh, on every corner. Yeah. 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 No, no, you're absolutely right. There is no reason for it. And it's, you know what? More power to them. It's really just very, very mm. nice. Really enjoyed that. And uh, I guess let's let's get to the star of the show. The uh, Blacksmith Dentata. I mean, the Blacksmith Stout. <laughs> Stout, sorry. The Dentata. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you think of Chigmeister's effort on the oatmeal stout? Um, I think I would say... Uh, I'd give it a 2.9 out of 5. Wow. Okay. Just because I had, I had kind of high hopes and it was a bit disappointing. Ah, uh, okay. Fair um, enough. I found it a little bit disappointing. Because, um, you know what? I'd almost slightly expect it if it was from further away. If it was from California, it was a little further. But also because it's, you know, really pretty local, Hackettstown. It just, it did not, when you compare it to elementary, and every time I have an elementary, it tastes so fresh. It just did not seem fresh to me. It was like the opposite fresh. And I don't think it's because it's not fresh. I think it's just because of, I know, the way they brewed it or whatever. It just It's just that tinny taste. Uh, there's just this kind of something about it. It's just, it, it, it's just lacking a, a um, body. Know, a body, yeah. It's lacking a body. It's just a very kind of like, mm, Yeah. Something about You're right. It. Uh, uh, so, well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm with you on that. It's, the body's missing, the flavor that it has would work better if it was a thicker body. Yes, I like the flavor. I think the flavor The flavor is nice. okay. It's, I actually find it to be a little, it's almost like one of the, one of the, uh, like an IPA. Like when they have this like um, super hopped up, whatever it is. And they put, you know, hop, 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 hop. And you have it in, this one isn't nearly as bitter. But it's usually so bitter, like after it, you you feel like you've been chewing on straw kind of stuff. Mm. And I know a lot of the brewers are like, "Yeah, that's the real stuff." It's like, no, it's really not. That's just you know silly to me, at least because like I want to drink it, I want to enjoy it. You know, it's kind of like a uh, 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 scotch. It's like, oh, just have a scotch. It's okay if it burns. No, it's not supposed to just burn. Yeah. It's supposed to have like a nice, you know, like like booze is like a perfect example of that. Sure, you could get the you know, store brand vodka for $8, $8 for a liter and a half. Yeah. But it tastes literally like you're drinking Windex. So, I mean, it's <laughs> like, what's the freaking point of boozing it up? So, yeah, I I would give this one a three. Mm. A three, like I said. If it was at a party, weird that they only have stout at this party. <laughs> but, you know, if it was out at a party, I would drink it. I'd be okay with it. I probably wouldn't drink it all night, or either that or like milk. I think I, more than three of these, I wouldn't. No, I, no, I, yeah, I wouldn't. Um, well, I don't know. I, it's it's just yeah for me. It's just more disappointing. I mean, if I if maybe I was given it and I didn't have any idea and I didn't pick it up, maybe I'd enjoy it more. The fact that I chose it, I was like, oh yeah, I'm in the mood for a stout. Um, kind of you know. Yeah, the expectations weren't met. No, it's just expensive. I, I mean, I wasn't. I didn't. I, I mean, in 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 my terms, I wasn't expecting one thing or another. I should. I, I shouldn't say that. I wasn't expecting it to be so light bodied. Yeah, and I wasn't actually expecting it to be as carbonated. And it's not. This isn't. You know, like like I said, it's not like it's like seltzer out of a freaking machine or something. It's not that carbonated. But as a stout, I mean. Yeah, I, I I was gonna compare it to Puerto Rico, but Puerto Rico was technically a porter and just far superior to this oh, beer. Yeah. And I and I hear what you're saying with the freshness because, you know, it's uh, um, I don't think necessarily the canning has anything to do with it because I've had beer from the guys in the can, and it's not like they because they're a nano brewery 
and I'm guessing these guys probably are. They're probably not huge. Yeah. It's not like they can, you know, three truckloads, and then they sit in fridges somewhere. No. Because like 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 elementary, they'll send out a van of cans. So you're looking at I don't know, two hundred cases maybe, if that even. You know, so it's like, and then it's done, and then we're making another batch. It's. I see that they're they're getting on a dangerous path now. I saw in the shop today that they're making light uh, light beer. I said that like. was from weeks and weeks and weeks ago, I like, and I don't think they're. Oh, I haven't tried it. I want to try it actually, mm. just to see. But I remember when they posted it, and it was like on their Facebook account, and somebody was like, "Why?" Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of like, "I can't," you know. And I love the guys to death. They're friends, and I was just like, eh, "He has a point." <laughs> it was like, yeah. "Why did you make a light beer?" It was completely unnecessary. I mean, some of the beers were just so nice and so light. Want a light beer? Drink half the glass. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> yeah, just like stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Go have a spritzer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this, so yeah, I give this one a three. So this to me is just a run of the mill mm. beer. And, and again, with, with our sliding scales, it's, you could get a five tomorrow and then taste a better beer the next week. So, you know, but like we said, it's like, if it's a, that's why I'm kind of very reluctant to either go down the other scale, like a zero, a zero is basically undrinkable. Yeah. It's undrinkable to me, you know? And, and so yeah, a three is yeah. Well, it depends. It depends what your your, your definition is because it got it. Zero could be like yeah, like just a a brick. Like <laughs> I can't drink I this. Can't <laughs> or it could just be a glass of water. Uh, uh, I'd be like, well, <laughs> this just isn't beer. <laughs> <laughs> this is a glass of water. Well, as we <laughs> review mostly beers, yeah, <laughs> we, we should. You know what? It actually probably wouldn't be a bad idea to do like maybe a wine. Yeah. Or is, would that be too like? Hoity toity up your bum. What do you think? <laughs> no, we can do a wine. Wine, we can do like a wine. once in a while. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, I guess we could do a wine. I mean, uh, uh, oh, I was gonna say, my friend came after he came to see the show uh, last the, the Sunday night show, mm. and then he met me in the city because I had an improv show that night, and we met up for dinner, and he brought a bottle of mead that one of his c- colleagues had made. Oh yeah, you we did talked I, did about this last time. Uh, did we talk about it last time? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I I would be happy yeah. to find a mead too. Mead, yeah, mead's a good. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good one. To maybe to, maybe to that one out. we save for the spring or something, because mm. it makes you think spring flowers and bees or something. But but yeah, I'm okay with like ciders and maybe even a wine or something. But yeah, I'm okay with any of those. We did the 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 wines, which were terrible when uh, Amy <laughs> and Angela were here. Yeah, but. Uh, and we did the side. The ciders were great, but the wines were just. And actually, what the odd thing, and I don't know if I mentioned it, the one wine, the apple wine, like sat in my fridge forever, and I had no beers, and I was just cooking, and I was just like, oh, I feel like having a drink. I was like, yeah, what the hell? And I poured it, and it wasn't nearly as bad. Huh. And I wonder if it just needed to breathe. The blueberry wine, however, is still in the fridge, and, and that's been like three months. It's that awful. Well, if you just leave the top open, maybe you'll turn to blueberry vinegar, <laughs> and then you can just <laughs> use it in cooking. Or maybe I just pour some vinegar in it and mix it up some straight up like regular vinegar, yeah. and get a blueberry vinegar to make a nice salad dressing out of it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, all right then. So, all right. So our our final assessment is. Um, Teeth was actually a fun 20 minutes. We enjoyed. Um, The pizza was very nice. We got a 4.1 from Sean and 4.3. New house with pizza. Good pizza. Good stuff. And the Blacksmith Chigmeister Brewing Company Stout was, I guess, run of the mill. Kind of. And I hate to even say pedestrian. It was average. Hmm. Because, right? Because three is average. Three is in the middle between zero and five. It's an average beer. It just seems to me like that. I'm sure they have, you know, a beer that's their their main beer, a beer that they do better, very well. This just isn't their thing. This just isn't the one, right? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. It's like when we had the um, uh, what was the the brewing company that I brought back from Niagara, like the Buffalo Brewing Company or something, or Niagara Brewing Company, mm. and they had like a red ale. But when I was up there, they had the the Niagara Lager, which was mm. fantastic. And like every place that I ate, I was like, guys have a natural lager? They were like, yes. And I would have two with dinner because it was just a really, really nice beer. And I went to the store. I said, oh, I'm going to bring some to review. They didn't have any. 
So I got their other one and it was just, and it was like, I think we read it, it was like their first beer too. So I was like, okay, they've learned some things in between, I guess, because the red ale just wasn't their thing. Their lager was fantastic, but mm-hmm. the red ale just wasn't their thing. So Yeah, like, yeah, some people just, that's like, I tried Guinness, Guinness have experimented recently and brought a couple of new beers out that aren't, you know, your standard stout. And they're weird. They have this Guinness IPA thing. Um, oh, I didn't try that. I've had their Guinness Blonde, the lager. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty it's really easy to drink. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really easy to drink. Good. Um, yeah. But they have an IPA, a Guinness IPA. and that is I haven't one. tried that. Isn't that good? It's not good. That's weird. I mean, And again, it's not IPA as you know it in America. It's not like the American IPAs. It's not like the hoppy right, craft right. IPA. It's like the, the traditional British IPA, the old... India pale ale, as right? It's, it's like an ale. It's right. like a, a pale ale. It's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, You know, so it's it's more light and refreshing, and but it, it's just kind of weird. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get a hold of. I should have told my friend he was actually up in Nova Scotia to get a hold so we can review it. And I've had it. And I thought it was fabulous. Alexander Smith's. It's the actual oldest brewery in North America. Oh wow! So on the entire continent. And it's the place that invented IPA. Because mm. for whatever reason, they would ship the beer from there when they would go to India. Yeah. And I don't know if it was just, you know, the crown gave out, we need something because, you know, because they would say even before they got to the uh, Cape of Good Hope, mm-hmm. the beer would go bad. And of course, then they didn't have anything for the soldiers. And of course, you know, soldiers without anything to drink get really grumpy and violent or whatever and there would just be like the rum or the grog or whatever they would have and alexander smith's was the one who came up with the ipa formula so they were the first ipa great little brewery great little like tour you can get and and great restaurant part of it too if you're ever in halifax nova scotia do check it out i highly recommend it so i'll see if i can maybe somebody even carries it somewhere i'll I'll look Mm. it up to get a hold of that because that's a really nice ipa Mm, okay yeah so yeah so all right well i guess that's the end of episode 22 folks um hope you guys enjoyed it we definitely did yeah yeah all right so see you all next time see ya